This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 1046 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from the Horses in the Morning Show's monthly training episode with the Certified Horsemanship Association. Joanne Young and Christy Landwehr are talking about getting your butt out of the saddle and your weight in your stirrups, whether you call it a half seat, a two-point, or something else. And we'll get right to our tip after this important message from Kentucky Performance Products. He was her first love, the one that started it all. He taught her how to master the posting trot and navigate her first hunter course. They spent hours together exploring the trails and hanging out in the barn. His name was doodled on every page in her school notebook. His coat gleamed in the sun as he met her at the gate each day, snuffling for a treat. From the first time she saw him poking his head out of the stall to the last time she patted him goodbye, he was and always will be her everything. This love story is brought to you by Nalox Advanced, providing complete support for a healthy digestive tract, which reduces the risk of colic and digestive upset. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Call 859-873-2974 or visit kppusa.com to order today. So this is Joanne Young, and Joanne Young is from Houghton College in Houghton, New York. She is a uh, clinician with CHA. She's one of the ones that trains the trainer. And she not only does that, but boy, her background in not only teaching the students at Houghton, but a lot of other people in her life and all the different trainers and instructors that she has worked with during her riding experience, she has vast knowledge in a variety of disciplines and a variety of breeds and a variety of ways to become better at balance and rhythm if you're a rider, not only for yourself, but also for your horse. So, Joanne, it's great to have you on the show again. Well, thanks, Christy. It's great to hear your voice again, friend. So I have um, the first question I want to start with is in regards to, I think, something that can be very mystifying, and this is whether you ride English or Western. Sometimes you just have to get your rear end out of the saddle to free up the horse's back and to free up your own back and do some of the things. Um, But there's a lot of terminology about two-point, half-seat, light-seat, balance-seat, standing up in your stirrups. So could you demystify some of those topics for us, and then we we can dive right into some specific exercises that you like to do with your horses and riders in regards to these positions? Sure. All of those terms basically are referring to the same thing, but coming at it from a little bit different angle and a little bit different background. Um, Two-point is probably the term you hear the most often in hunt seat circles, and it basically means, and if you're going to stand up in your circle, let me back up, in your saddle, sorry, let me back up a second. You need to have your stirrup short enough so that when you stand up with your knees straight, you should be able to fit your hand vertically between the crotch of your pants or breeches and the seat of your saddle. And if you can't do that, they're too long and you're wasting your time. Anyhow, you're going to end up on tiptoe and off balance. Now, to back up, two-point means that you have two points of support, which is your legs and feet on the stirrups, versus sitting down in the saddle, which is called three-point, because then you have your seat 
your buttocks, your pelvic cradle, whatever you want to refer to as that part of your anatomy, touching down on the saddle. And the whole reason that people want that position is to free up the horse's back to move more easily without impediment of the rider's back uh, seat banging on their back. So you would use it for galloping and jumping English. You would use it for barrel racing and making good time chasing something across the open plains western. And when they call balance seat, basically that incorporates the same principle that works whether you're calling it two-point or half seat. Balance seat to me means that we always hear head, shoulder, hip, and heel, but when your stirrups are short enough that you have more bend in your knee, then you're going to have more bend in your ankle and more bend in your hip. Your hip is going to rotate backwards and your shoulders are going to go forwards while your back remains flat. You can't have that head, shoulder, hip, and heel alignment or you lose the whole compressible spring aspect. So instead, you have to realize it's your center of gravity that needs to be over your heel ankle in order to keep your balance. And that's true whether you're standing on the ground and doing broken field running in a soccer game or a football game, or whether you are ice skating or skiing, particularly downhill skiing, or whether you have a big, fat, hairy horse between your legs to help hold you up. You still need your center of gravity over your heel ankle area. And ideally, it's lined up over the horse's center of gravity also. Now, the other term that usually gets used, half seat, I try to explain it to beginners this way. It's halfway between standing straight up with shoulder, head, head, shoulder, hip, and heel alignment or lying down with your chest on the horse's crest when they're carrying their head in normal level position. So you're going to have that degree of inclination. The center of the crotch of your pants is going to be over the center of the seat of the saddle, halfway between pommel and cantle. Your hands are going to be halfway between the withers and the ears on the crest of the neck. And you're going to have um, about two inches airspace between your pants and the seat of the saddle. So everything is in increments of half. Usually when you see beginners first starting to learn jumping seat, they want to crouch like a monkey and lay their neck and chest right on the horse's neck, which, of course, throws all the weight on the horse's forehand and makes it hard for him to keep his balance, therefore hard for him to steer himself, therefore hard for him to obey the rider's directions. Very true. And they all do that, too, don't they? The first time you teach anything like this, they all want to crouch like that. Yes. And they all want to grip with their toe like they're climbing the stairs or climbing the ladder. <laughs> and, and that's a pretty normal human reaction. It's called the fetal curl. And we're given that instinct to try and place all the bones of our body structure around our abdominal area to protect our innards, which are delicate and vulnerable, because in the abdominal area we have no bones. And so whenever we feel threatened emotionally or physically, our first instinct is to curl up like that, kind of like an armadillo, actually, and for basically the same reason. But it's very ineffective for keeping your balance and being able to ride correctly on a horse. And, you know, Christy, that's one of the big challenges of learning how to ride anyhow, is learning to balance and move in a way that makes sense to the horse, which is very counterintuitive. That's why riding instructors keep repeatedly being paid good money by people to nag them because they're having to learn how to override their natural God-given instincts and do what makes sense to the horse.
You can find links to today's guests, topics, or products at horsetipdaily.com. This podcast was made possible through the generous support of Kentucky Performance Products and listeners like you. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.